1: All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith. I'm here, as always, with my buddies, Chuck and John. Gentlemen, we have been rewarded with these playoffs. We stuck with them, and now we have been blessed with some of the best basketball I think I've ever seen. Scintillating, exciting drama. At this point, I feel bad for those people who don't follow sports. I feel like they missed out on, like, it's like... There's an extra season of Deadwood no one knew about or new Curb Enthusiasm episodes. I disagree with what you're doing right now. What is, is this? There people who don't listen to basketball who only listen for our egg talk up front. Right. And you are pooping all over them. So I'm talking right now specifically <laughs> to those few people who, who do listen to our opening before we get into basketball. You missed out. Like, you missed out on a, on a red wedding. No one likes a proselytizer. That game six, that game seven.
2: Or a proselytizer. Or a, a, a prostitute.
1: I don't know how many syllables are in that word. <laughs> But that's what I'm doing right now, telling you about it. It was some of the best stuff we've ever seen. It was incredible
2: basketball. I mean, we were at a, a Memorial Day party watching Game Seven. John uh, nervously, yeah, with eyes on certain lines in the game. Yeah, uh, the baseline it was very intense. It was an intense performance. That eight and a half
3: point spread I got was just right.
1: It was. It was. Right. It, yeah, it was people running around. People without. People without necessarily, you know, any allegiances to either side just being thrown away. with was some of the best shooting we've ever seen. The drama of the, the record-setting regular season on the line. It was, it was great drama.
3: Bizarre um, contrast between the two teams and how they were scoring. Right. Like, truly yin and yang. It tru- Rock, paper, scissors, madness.
1: It truly was. Uh, the Warriors were kept throwing paper, and the Thunder just kept throwing rocks. It's the fourth quarter, and it never... Worked. (laughs) All right, before we get deeper into that, let us, however, start with our breakfasts. Did you guys have a chance to breakfast
3: this morning? You're looking at it, Kemosabi.
1: John, I'm concerned about your diet. John has just raised yet another can of Coors Light. Guess what? Don't worry, it's not a problem. My mama ain't home. Yeah? So I got up at like
2: 1.15. Oh. These old ladies out of town. Had a party last night. Nobody called me. Well... (laughs) That's what made it a party. <laughs> and not a sad
1: c- bitch.
3: <laughs> uh, Edit that.
1: I am going to tweet out that video that John sent of Chuck at a, at a party. Chuck working. That's Chuck working. That was working. Chuck working? I, I was getting paid remember, $50 to remember do Remember
3: how I was talking about how Chuck maybe shouldn't uh, do all the drugs and alcohol when he's uh, hosting? <laughs> <I don't>
2: no. <know. laughs>
3: Well, guess who didn't even uh, introduce uh, my band because he was
2: passed yeah, out. So, so Chuck was <laughs> no, because they went up by themselves.
1: Guys, this is all we're hearsay. gonna we're gonna sit out. The, we have we have we're gonna sit, sit out a video of, of Chuck asleep in a chair. But anyway, so John, you were having liquid breakfast. Indeed, uh, Chuck, did you have breakfast? Please tell me it was not cookies and cream, muscle milk, liquid. It breakfast. Wasn't no. Thank
2: you, Chuck. Uh, I had a yogurt bowl with granola, some fresh fruit, mango, strawberry, honey. It was nice. It, it uh, was some Greek yogurt. So is this at home? Were you
3: stuck in affluent West Nashville or something?
2: No. Uh, I ate it at a, uh, a local establishment called Little Moscow's. That's in nice a building here in Did Nashville, you get the, Tennessee. Uh, the, the, you should have gotten that famous sandwich. Oh, yeah. The, Mo- f- the Moscow's famous sandwich. I don't know which Does one. Does it have
3: yogurt on it as problem. well?
2: I have I've yet to have the famous sandwich. I've only had their yogurt and their. Uh, they have tuna that's pretty good, too. Hmm. Uh, for lunch, so yeah, it's that was a good little healthy don't, breakfast. Don't bring your
1: lunch in here. I'm <laughs> trying to. John is right. I went yeah. a
2: little hard this weekend uh, with the drinking and stuff, so I was I'm trying to like clean it up. I feel
1: like I feel like the wise. whole I feel like everyone's kind of it's that Tuesday after Memorial Day. Everyone's oh, a yeah. little slow.
2: Ooh, I feel like we, the internet was slow
1: yesterday. Did we eat on Memorial Day
2: though, John? Oh yes, man, we had. Uh, some uh, friends of ours work at 210 Jackal, a local Nashville establishment, and they basically catered it, and, like cooked and grilled out all day and made some of the best food I've ever had on a Memorial Day. So before that, I had some kangaroo.
1: Oof. Yeah, I, you are with
2: the. I went to two parties.
1: I was thinking of you guys on Memorial Day because of some things that I. Because of Chuck's service? Actually, had. No, I was thinking of Chuck <laughs> because on Memorial Day, I ended up having some Sonic mm. and some Taco Bell. Bad I, w- I would like to give my reviews. Okay, I had a Taco Bell taco while watching the game seven. That's incredible. It was just, totally good. It's a good taco. It was, was totally. It was. I was, was to, it was totally good. Was I really always get steak. Steak. just a taco. Yeah. It was so. so, so that, that, that that was pretty good. Um, however, the Sonic trip was earlier in the day. It was almost like an ironic Sonic trip. Let's let's go to Sonic and it's. I think it's happy hour. You must have been with some. Uh, I was with my family. Oh, okay. <laughs> the wife and kid. We, we we were we were driving around the sun, Chocoling you know. And and we were like, let's get a Sonic. Family. Oh, let's 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 get it. Oh, it's probably half off drinks. Let's get let's get some treats. We actually were excited Fedora. about it. We thought it was kind of funny. Uh, Sonic on Memorial Day, packed. They might have had some kind pa- of thing packed going like on. the Oracle. Yeah. I mean, anyway. <laughs> uh, however, I got I got a fruit slush. <laughs> grotesque. Yeah, one of the most grotesque excuses for a dessert you I've you ever had get in my that life. Cherry limeade, man. I mean, c- classic. Yeah. You know, but I felt I felt like I would swing bigger. They had they had this entire display like a hundred different flavors and all these things you really he,
3: haven't been to Sonic until you've been with Chuck because he's like such a machine when he
1: orders knows it. how to do it yeah I well, felt made me feel small and weak. weak I felt bad but again as a, as a sugar addict as a man who I consider myself a candy connoisseur mm-hmm. it was gross It's yeah. like, like a melted snow cone mm-hmm. no thank you mm-hmm.
3: you have an excellent taste in candy you turned me on to uh,
1: ch- I think it's gummy sweet tarts oh, oh yeah. yeah flawless candy Sweet tart jelly beans, I think. Or those, oh, that, was that my, it? My thing is the seasonal Easter item, sweet oh, yeah. tart jelly beans, which I bought, I think, like 26 bags uh, the day after Easter. I cleaned out a couple of different grocery stores. I'm a jelly bean fan, but that's like some next-level shiznit. It really was good. But anyway, my breakfast was uh, a new American classic. Cheerios and leftover uh, dry rub spare ribs. There you go. Was, wow. wow. It was really good. You see, I cold, kind of like a jerky. Yeah, yeah. Just, just a bit of you know. Bit Cheerios, of starch with the Cheerios. The Cheerios make it, with it is freaking make, me out. Make it very breakfast.
2: No, I can see that working. You're talking about like a nice fruity. Are we talking what kind of Cheerios, honey? No, nuts? just plain. No, oh. just plain.
1: You know how some people. They, I, I didn't put them on, but I'm. I, I like how you're thinking. I think honey note Cheerios could yeah. actually be part of maybe an interesting flavor combination. Like combination yeah. a with the rib. A good, a good pairing.
3: pairing. Speaking of pairings, I believe Chuck, you discovered something at the Burger King.
2: Yes, uh, this week there was a, oh. a, a pairing list for all of the uh, menu items at the soda. Yeah, farm.
1: so the bur- you, you <laughs> said you send this photo Burger King is now, and that's that's hilarious. That's yeah,
2: well well played Burger, Burger King, King, very much ironically uh, uh, placing these things to make. I guess to be.
1: I don't think silly. it was ironic. I no, no, I, I think it's absolutely to be funny. Really? Yeah. But it's really funny. It's like, oh, did you order the salad? Then you probably are drinking these gross diet drinks. Here, have this, I guess yeah. they were behind
3: the Nightmare uh, King.
1: They were the Nightmare yeah. King? I mean, so, the Nightmare King walking out behind uh, Floyd Mayweather? Was it? Terrifying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> but yeah,
2: some of those pairing options. Uh, uh, with a Coke, you get a Whopper, a Double Whopper, or a Triple Whopper. Right. It's real ooh, full-bodied ooh, taste. Recommended for Refreshing, oh, bubbly man. finish. Uh, it's It's full of wonderful things, and it's a uh,
1: a thing to see well played we we covered a lot of food establishments Woo. in that in that little o- this opening is what you're coming here
2: for guys. Salvo.
1: but you might also be coming here for some talk of basketball. so after our breakfast, we get to our breakfast in bed apologies, and this is our opportunity to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. Does anyone have anything they need to atone for
2: well. Chuck. (laughs) Chuck. If you guys heard last week's episode, I was pretty uh, vocal in, uh, you know, the glory that was the Toronto Raptors for two games up north in the six with Drake cheering them on, getting in LeBron's head and and Kevin Love's soul and basically uh, destroying them from the inside. But they came back, which we pretty much said. Immediately after I was uh, berating the Cavs.
1: Chuck was like, we have to record this podcast before this game five starts so I can get all my my gloating out, my my negative Cavs talk. there,
2: There will always be that podcast. There will always be that moment where I believed that LeBron could be defeated and we couldn't have the chalk finals that we all predicted day one of the regular season.
1: It really gives you a sense that we have wasted, despite the fact that the drama was good, in in August, our time in August, we were like, yeah, Cavs Warriors Finals. Yeah, we should just like, do two podcasts a year. <laughs> <laughs> we do our picks at the beginning,
2: and then we meet yes, up for every the time we have, and then right. you, and you come back, right? and Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's been a it's been a fun way to get to the foregone conclusion that we all kind of like power listener uh, Kyle Hoot Travis.
3: Point out to me that these last two podcasts have been really wonderful because of how horribly wrong we all were. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, we we are we are we are following the trends, not anticipating the trends. Right. right, right. We we are we are just reporting what has just happened. Like last week, the you know. Since we last recorded, the Warriors won three straight games. Right. You know, we were just talking about how the Thunder were finally galvanized as a team. I was talking about the all-time great status of them in the pantheon. Right. Of like, great where teams. do they
2: where do they end up? And yep. uh, yeah, so that was that could probably be a thing. I apologize. I could also, also you know, that, yeah yeah uh,
1: just just Cavs level.
2: I
3: apologize to planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This could go a lot of ways. Yes, it sure could. <laughs>
3: I didn't want that series to end, and I'm sorry that it has. Oh, yeah. I know. <clears throat> Probably my favorite series ever. 13-game
2: series would have been enough. And I,
3: and I gave it a, I gave it real thought and went through some of my all-time favorite series. Uh, that beguiling uh, uh, King, uh, Kings-Lakers series is one of my all-time favorites where the refs stepped in. Yeah, the, 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 yep. Uh, the, uh, there was, uh, Celtics, uh, Hawks series from my youth that were very important to me. Uh, and I really loved the Bulls Jazz series that went six, only six, but this one going seven. The, there were like so many elements at play. And we talked about the rock, paper, scissors thing already, but just like, it's different when two teams are hot and are kind of like, you know, matching each other shot for shot. It's way different when it's just two teams doing things in a very different way right, yeah what to where it makes it's like watching two fighters with different styles mm-hmm. and i to me i it really feels like the thunder were like the south paws of this of this entire playoffs where people just didn't know what to do with them, and uh, I thought it was made for some compelling basketball. I'm also sorry to the thunder because they okay let's let's think about it. they played you know thirteen games against two of the best teams of all time right. Like, and and won like seven of them, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Pretty good. That's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing that they. It's amazing that they are out. Yeah. It's
1: weird that they did. The, they re, you know, as of our last taping, they've just run off, winning six of seven against the Spurs and Warriors, which right. seems even in retrospect it seems impossible. Right. Then they did it, but then by the skin of their teeth, the yeah, Warriors. And it sucks too because people will just not remember this. Yeah. That's the way. That's the
3: way it works. Yeah. In, in five years, we will not remember. This Thunder Team. Right. Because they
1: lost. It's highly possible. Speaking of not remembering, my apology for the week. Oh, boy. We forgot to do an international stack house of pancakes last week. Uh, this could also go into my cream of wheat worst of week. My worst thing was not one listener pointed it out, which that's a, that's a very humbling moment. Very, yeah. <laughs> very, that's
3: that's your thing, Keith.
1: Yeah, that's for, that's for you. <laughs> it is. It is for me. <laughs> we're not doing it for our audience. What? Yep. I just thought someone would have brought it up that there was no, uh, you know. I assume Kyrie Irving fans would have been banging down our door, letting us know that we'd missed it, an all-time performance. But anyway, just to cover where I went wrong from last week, the nominees were were going to be Draymond Green. He went one for nine. In give, the game three, give it to donkey. wait. Does this give mean it to Donkey? We're gonna have two eye shops this week. Well, well, jobs. this is this is last week's. Last week's was Draymond was one for nine. Kyrie Irving went three for nineteen with thirteen points in a game three loss, and then Steph Curry in that game four loss was six for twenty uh, with six turnovers. I think it's strongly Kyrie Irving three for nineteen is spectacular.
3: It is, but mm. I want to give it to Donkey. Yeah, he is a <laughs> braying ass of a human. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So anyway, my apology. No, eye shop. But however, Kyrie Irving, we didn't. We didn't forget. We just made a mistake. No, no more doing this show by the seat of our pants. I -hmm. actually wrote down notes again after after doing this note free for (laughs) for you know a little bit in a row.
3: All right. What you need to do is do the show with blinding hangovers, so you get this like terrifying clarity. Right. If you don't finally sit down to do something, you're just like,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. John, if, if we can build a scene here for you, listener, John is now sitting with his uh. His rock star shades on. He looks yeah. like I think those are blue blockers. Oh yeah, you guys look great
0: right
3: now.
2: Um, and yeah, he's uh, he's. You guys are all green. He looks uh, pallid. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I've never been called pallid. That uh, means pale, right? I mean, paler than usual. You look. Oh, okay. You look. You look. You look washed. You look ashen. A little ashen. <laughs> ashen? You look. At, you look. At, you look anemic. <laughs> like you need some iron pills. I promise I'm not. I ate like 16 burgers last night. So. <laughs> We're all just, gonna be okay. I'm just building the scene. Don't you know the yes and
1: improvisation? Yeah, of the John, important part. No, no, John is, and, uh, and he's also wearing a sleeveless a <laughs> shirt. I'm sleeveless. One thing I've noticed from podcasting with John, he is the least yes and person I've ever, ever I've ever been around. I know <laughs> his thing is I want to I want to stop this right no. now. He goes no, no, but. nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so, I need to go to Second
3: City. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, is. I, I won't play Sun City, and I won't go to Second
1: City. Just, just, I think the one opening course is all you need. All right, so. Those were our breakfast Uh, in bed. I've heard of Yes, Dan.
3: Honestly, don't know what it means.
1: (laughs) Um, So those were our breakfast in bed. Apologies. Mm -hmm. All right. Before we get to our steak and eggs, best things I want to tell you guys about Fan Essentials. They are a subscription service where you can get NBA gear for any NBA team mailed to your home. They have boxes starting at $14.99. And as as you should know, if you enter code FBBF, you get thirty percent off, and we get a small percentage of that. And also, we are still giving away Fan Essentials boxes if you write us an iTunes review. Has to be five stars and a it's way to four. I will find you. You know, we got a four star <laughs> review, right? Yes. Yeah, we got a four star review, and they said we can get a little crazy. <laughs> eh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's fair. True. It's not. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. You know, we ain't for everybody. Yep. But you're never gonna survive unless,
2: unless
3: you, you get, get a, a little, little crazy. Uh, Oh, no, you won't survive <laughs> unless you get a little ah.
1: All right, so that just got us another four-star review. <laughs> yeah, and probably got to play licensing. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> go to fanessentials.net we and get all the essentials you need. All right, the steak and eggs best thing. What is the best thing you saw from this last week of basketball? K-love and special sauce. Ugh.
3: Special sauce being the rest of the Cavs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, there's a little stat I like called offensive rating. Uh, Chuck, you want to guess how many uh, of the top five happen to be Cavaliers in the playoffs thus
1: far? I do not wish to do that. Nope. Would you like to guess? What was the question? Five? How many of the top five? Five. Five, correct. How many were Channing Fry? Zero. Actually, Zero. <clears throat> Man, shooting 70% of three number one. isn't the same as it
3: used to be. LeBron James, well, it's because everyone else was dominant as well. LeBron James, number two. J.R. Smith, number three. Kyrie Irving, number four. Tristan Thompson, number five. I am clinging to this amazing offensive rating performance in hopes that that means that we'll actually have a good series against the Warriors, Cavs Warriors. But in my heart of hearts, which is thankfully usually wrong, I feel like the Warriors are just going to thrash them. Is that recency bias, or is that no? I just, I feel like the Cavs, while not they haven't come down to earth, but they've 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 shown a weakness, mortality, and I feel like the weakness plays right into the, they, the Warriors. They
1: they hands. showed a weakness, but I think LeBron James expressed it as well as anyone ever could, talking about the game five against Toronto. Right. Uh, he he said. I've been through some really adverse situations, and I just didn't believe that this was one of them. Right. So he, they weren't concerned.
3: And as we discussed, they probably shouldn't have been because the only reason they lost those games is they shot themselves out of it and were allowed to shoot themselves out of it
1: when, in actuality, they've been shooting really well for a long time now. And they finally let, you know, Kyle and DeRozan get it oh, yeah. on while they're up in,
2: at home. In the North. But it all comes down to what we thought would happen, and I think the best team with the, the best ra- player, Kevin Love. <laughs> yeah, it all. I think it all break down. I mean, in the regular season, the Cavs didn't score as many points per game as the Warriors did, and I think uh, that means they have a better offense over there in uh, Golden State. I don't know five offensive
3: rating. I think five. you're talking. I, five. No, five.
2: I, I think you're you're missing a couple of things. Maybe when it comes to the competition they faced and the injuries that the uh, Warriors have had to deal with. And you know it, it's not as simple as just those top five players being the best players in the playoffs because that's obviously not the case. We've seen monster. Is it perform- that obvious? It's, is it yeah, that obvious? We've seen Chuck? monster performances from Clay Thompson and there. Kevin Love. Well, we've also seen Kevin Love not
1: playing the fourth so, quarter. So I mean, the question is going to be: the question is going to be, can Kevin Love? The Cavs can win with it, Kevin
3: Love not playing well. I'm can sure. the
1: Warriors win with the Cavs? C- I, C- I, I, well. I don't think that's true. I don't think the, I don't this, think the Cavs can beat the Warriors if, uh, if Kevin Love's not I bringing I agree. I the, meant in the past
3: tense.
2: Yeah, what, oh, yeah, what, what this last series with Oklahoma City and the Golden State showed me is just the numbers will play out. These guys will hit their strides and some dude will go off and carry a game by himself when he's not supposed to. And I just believe that the, <laughs> the, the Warriors are fundamentally better. Uh, I don't think the numbers
3: did play out because the, the Warriors winning that series to me was almost a miracle. I think they won, like, six quarters the entire series.
1: It really... It, 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 it's like a yeah. miracle.
2: But when they were down, Clay and Steph seemed to not miss from three. They were, they were like, I think the number's 25 of 42 when they were behind from three. From combined, three. Both of them. To, to paraphrase
3: and it, power listener, Damon Rangula. Yeah. The Warriors have the best shooter in the world. And Steph Curry.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. It's
2: pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Having having them both. They take the the most valuable shot in basketball and hit it better than anyone else. And 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 also play good defense. But
3: you know who's hitting it better right now in the playoffs is
2: the Cavs, Mm -hmm.
3: and they're hitting it significantly better.
1: That's true unless you take in maybe the fourth-quarter clutch performances where right. that's where the Warriors have been hitting all their shots. Do so you We're, know J.R. Smith going to lay pipe in the fourth? Oh, bowl. I'm excited about what J.R. Smith is going to do. <laughs> the J.R. Smith game is J.R. Smith is going to belly up to the bar and be like, I, I got this. <laughs> you mean, they, you mean they let Clay and Steph do all this? I'm going to fire, I'm going to fire it up. My best thing is, well, it's a couple of things. I guess I want to keep talking about the Warriors and Clay's 11 threes, but I guess I'll, I'll table it briefly. My best thing is Anderson Vergel Garrett, guaranteeing himself a ring crossed a dude over and took him to the ring. Oh, he also had a, he also had a, a game seven moment where everyone's like, why is Andy Berger going in in the end of the third? And then he, he had a little run. That's what to I'm referring his own to. to. Took a guy
3: from the elbow all the way to the hole. With a dribble,
1: with a crossover. Yeah. <laughs> later, later, right in. But so, we were in a
3: room full of human beings, and we we're all laughing our little nuts off about <laughs> Andy Vergeau being in, and then all of a sudden,
1: we're just just stone dumb, silence, dumbfounded. <laughs> well, we're all dumb. Yeah, but he uh, he did. But since he's the only player who has ever played on both teams the same season that they met in the finals, crazy. And wow. so, so he gets a ring, no matter who wins. Think he gets booed in Cleveland. Are you sure Ish Smith never did this? No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ish Smith, I don't think, is. Ever played a playoff? I don't think game. any of his teams have ever made the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets passed, a, passed around between the non playoff teams. But it's yeah. The no, resistance he, of bad that's teams. that's the, That's the fun question, Chuck. He was beloved. I know. In Cleveland, and it's yeah. it played his whole career there. Yeah. So now it is, we'll be curious if they do give him any applause or if he just becomes a, a hated enemy. Yeah, I
2: doubt it. I doubt they'll boo him. Unless, I mean, he's going to get real weird minutes. So the, the game's he, gonna be kind he shouldn't of shouldn't
1: get many, but he shouldn't and that's what I'm
2: saying it's if he gets in there's probably a chance it's during a warriors blowout, so I don't see him being you know specifically welcomed if that's the case, but uh I don't think i don't I can't if they boo him then that's another reason to hate Cleveland hey from that's my high i yep. only need more ammo. what's your what's your sticking eggs Chuck? my best uh you know Kevin Durant's free agent right yeah. <laughs> And I think I'm in love, boys. I think as a Heat lifer. Oh, like I am. Well, he's gonna love.
3: resign for one more year with OKC. I'm. I look, man. That's just business. It, look, business.
2: Man. Look, man. I can can hope. Hey, Jack, would you like to make another wager?
3: No. Regarding free agent destinations. Here's
2: (laughs) last time I gambled with my heart and I learned, John, that day never to do it again. Hey, we we got a podcast. I understand that this is (laughs) a severe long shot. This is a a shot in the dark. But look, if you would have told me in the summer of 2010 that the big three, the Miami Heat, would have been put together, I probably would have chuckled too. I probably would have said, no way, boys. That's not going to happen. That's a pipe dream. And that's all I have now as a Heat fan. This is pipe dream. You guys better
1: let me have it. That's yeah. an important part of being an NBA fan. Now it seems to be the as long as you can sell hope. That's it to your team, into your work. fan base. I want to be told. Mm, I want.
3: Whoa is the Grizzlies fan? Yes. Whoa um, is they?
1: Whoa whoa is us? Oh, no. You need to listen to them. Them Fizdale press conferences. <laughs> he'll get you. He'll get you. Coach Fiz. Coach oh, Fiz.
2: My favorite thing about Coach Fiz is he looks like Be Real from Cypress Hill.
3: <laughs> hey, he's back in the news. <laughs> the ra- rage is back and better than ever they got Chuck D Be Real Be Real the other guys who aren't Zach De La Tom, Roca, t- Tom Tomarello, Morello the Night Watchman I saw Tom Morello play with Bruce Springsteen and it was perhaps the most oil and water thing I've ever experienced <laughs> and Bruce Springsteen couldn't even figure out how to dance to it so he ended up looking like Courtney Cox from his own dance video <laughs> it was truly horrific truly and Tom Morello insisted on singing on songs oh so wonderful
1: all right, so speaking of that, what is your cream of wheat? Worst of week. What's the worst thing you saw in the last week?
2: Man, the Cavs won
1: again. <laughs> it makes me sad. You know, I'm a Heat fan. It's hard
2: to watch LeBron kind of take off and do what he's doing. And I'm, I'm specifically worried, but not. I, I believe in the Warriors, but I'm, you know, there's a chance. LeBron goes off for five straight games, and there's nothing anybody can do. And that's my problem. And that's what's the worst thing happening for me. Kind of upset right now, boys. I feel like the worst thing of the week. Really, Clay Thompson's
3: dad. <laughs> and I'm a wrestling fan, right? Like a, I'm wearing a Hulkamania sleeve. Yeah, John shirt. is wearing a Hulkamania sleeveless shirt right now. Chose to watch Raw instead of
1: like one of the great Game Sevens ever. And he's a former. World, world champion. You don't give him any right. any credit for just being too nervous or not being able to settle down and not not being able to enjoy it or. No, here's the deal. He's lying.
3: <laughs> he watched that game. Okay. He's a barzillionaire. He doesn't even let Clay have his own money. He has Clay's money. He probably has 62 TVs in his baby dungeon.
2: <laughs> Can we fact-checked this money He thing? watched that game. What's this money thing about? Tell me oh, the
3: story. Oh, Clay uh, gets an allowance from his parents still. He gives them all of his money and then they they dole him out money. Is that so. still
2: happening? Or was that a thing? I mean, that, that was happening? probably two years ago. Hmm. Maybe after a ring he got the controls. I don't know, man. The that is
3: account. one emotionless, sociopathic dude. <laughs> I think he likes it just how he likes it. Mm. Have you seen his release? It's the same every time. I don't think he wants any changes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he
2: thinks it's bad luck But
3: or I don't something. believe you, Michael Thompson. I'm, in fact, I, I challenge you to a... Because a, a, I watched Brawl the very next day. You know I Tevo that.
2: Why don't, right. you, why don't you give him a little
3: wrestling promo? Yeah, let, No, I'll tell you what. I just want to know... <laughs> Who 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 are the who are the three uh, villains who turned on John Cena <gasps> during that Raw Memorial Day Raw? Let's find out. And if you can get back to us, then maybe I'll believe you. And I, if you don't,
2: it proves your guilt.
1: I want to know if is Michael Thompson a lifelong wrestling fan? Like, is this a normal thing? He does he do this most Mondays? What I, have to be. What, what I can guarantee it? you is that he's a lifelong
2: basketball fan <laughs> and at least a lifelong basketball fan of games involving his son. Yeah. And for that, that, that <laughs> I doesn't buy it. Like, it, we hear these stories all the time. Like, I didn't even watch Like, too stressed maybe. Out. S- right. If it happened during a, a SummerSlam. Yeah. But a Monday Night Raw?
1: <laughs> yeah. Come on.
2: Yeah. It was a really bad one, too.
1: My worst of week is uh, this is a hill I'm going to die on. I'm going to oh, keep beating this dead horse. Oh, no. Kevin Durant, two times in yeah. this Western Commerce Finals, refused to shoot a half court shot. And just let the buzzer run out. He has really practiced not or shooting just after the buzzer. He is a master of waiting. He can't break the habit. But were the stakes not great enough? Like, well, what is he waiting for? I mean, he, he considers shooting percentage to be that important. No one keeps track of shooting percentage in playoff games. Like, no one looks right. at.
2: That's not how they even these like, shooting
1: things. Like, like it doesn't even it doesn't go on your basketball card. Right. It's like I can kind of understand a person doing it in the regular season like i i don't approve of it i judge a person for doing it but i understand where they're coming from right. in the playoffs when you're an underdog like when you're trying to make the finals when you're trying to set your legacy right here's the thing making the finals much better for your legacy than your 3 point percentage being a couple hundreds one way or the other. Wow! So come with a burner, Keith. Just saying. Teaching old Kevin Garnett. Until the NBA changes the <laughs> Kevin, horrible <laughs> until Kevin the, Durant, not yeah, Kevin Garnett. Right. We'll t- I, whenever you want to talk bad about Kevin Garnett, I'm down. Too. Right. Until the NBA changes this rule to make uh, three point heaves not count against your shooting percentage, we're going to keep having this. But I was stunned to see it in the playoffs. Yeah. Like you got a lot of you, you got to have that chance that you can make a shot. Do that, Mike Miller. Let it fly. Let it fly. Let it fly. There's nothing to lose.
2: And I agree with you, man. That's that's a it's a it's a flaw in his in his software. You know, it, it yeah. doesn't seem to make sense that you wouldn't attempt one thing. No Hail Marys ever. Right. You know, and it's not even you're not gonna lose anything. It's at the buzzer. Yeah, it's
1: not even interceptions, right. you know, like it's just a missed shot. It's yeah. no big deal. And even and even with that, even with him watching his three point percentage, still shot a worse percentage from three than Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So there you go.
2: Man, K D. You could do better, buddy. You could do better. But come to Miami. <laughs>
1: All right. So let's move on to our scattered, smothered, covered thoughts. It's keep, a little hard here at this point. Yeah, well, I want to keep talking about, actually, so basketball. this this Warriors thing. I want to talk about the game six, the Clays 11 threes, and then the overall performance. We talked about it earlier. The thing we were talking about how it seemed to be like they kept throwing rock against paper. Right. The Thunder, when they got to these end of games where they were running kind of slow down and then getting two-point shots, the Warriors, as we said, came through clutch. They shot 13 for 23 on above-the-break threes in the fourth quarter of the last three games. Crikey. So that's uh, 1.86 points per shot. Mm. To match that with two-pointers, if you can do the math, if you have to get 1.86 points from every two-point shot, you got to hit 93% of your shots. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Got to so, catch them all. And that, that, that that's just kind of a wake-up call for all of us fans of teams that aren't good at three-pointers, like us Grizzlies fans. And, the Heat. and you us, Heat the fan. Heat, like yeah. the Timberwolves, like the, right. the teams out there who don't shoot very well. You're like, you can't ever beat this team if they get hot. I saw something that Steph Curry... They're bringing knives to a gunfight. Steph Curry is hitting, like this season, he hit 200 pull-up threes, which is more threes than most quote unquote shooters <laughs> hit in a season in their lot, you know like yeah. it like like Kobe never hit two hundred threes in a season. Right and he shot a lot. And this is but, just but, and those are just Steph's pull ups. Right. And he's shooting forty two percent on pull ups. Like, Mommy, wow. It's just yeah, Will anyone
3: ever f- make it go away match the number of Clay Thompson catch and shoot threes he's made this year? I, f- I feel like no.
1: I don't yeah, I d I don't know what the record well I mean obviously I think he will. Right. I, I I think there's room to them keep shooting like the fact that both of them are so much more improved this year, at least statistically on the numbers and the amount they've shot from it, the year before. It looks like he's playing hot
3: potato from 32 feet
1: away from the rim. That's what I couldn't get over is, uh, and even in the game, game seven, more of clay shots were more reasonable, you right. know, like, like, like he started off like he was going to have a John Starks, whatever like two for 18 game seven, he missed his first seven. But then after that, he was just knocking them down. And both clay and Steph broke the record for the most three pointers made in a series. The warriors, I think broke the record for the most three points attempted in a series. I'm, do we think as this team stays together, are these records just going to keep falling like every playoff series or every seven game series that they get to? Yeah. It's like, like teams will be forced to adjust. Um, and I, I think the Thunder even
3: tried to adjust. You had guys like Steven Adams, like a seven-footer, really closing out really well yeah. right, on three-point shooters. But and I'm going to miss Stephen Adams, by the way, whom I've always hated for the Zach Randolph face push. Right. But I mean, that guy' his effort is unending. I mean, he is truly the Dothraki warrior.
2: He's yeah,
3: a, he's been awesome he's in, he's, he's a blood rider. And, <laughs>
1: and I think one of the fun things about that I was trying to point out, like I was pointing out to my wife, who has since the child doesn't work, won't even. You know, touch you anymore? Well, yeah. Or I'd say, you know, just briefly, even indulge me while watching any basketball. You know, like she used to watch a good bit. But anyway, like I was pointing out, to her like, like watch these stuff, Steph- like, watch these Clay Thompson shots. Like, mm-hmm. like let him just catch that and shoot it. Like, I don't know. I don't think there's any defenses you can do for when Clay decides he's going to hit eleven, and they're all going to be of the absurd catch and shoot variety with like you, you people did, draped all over him. You need like every team
3: will need like a Tony Allen harasser of sorts who just. Follow you know right gets in the who,
1: who, re, who really gets over and that's one of the things I think the Thunder struggled with down the stretch. Like we lauded Westbrook for playing very good defense for the first few games of the series, but then y- there were some lapses where he was gambling and he was leaving the shots open and he was playing.
3: Yeah, and the likes of Robertson really hurt the Thunder down the stretch as well. Offensively, well, just
1: offensively, offensively yeah. yeah, and especially once they got down, it's like you can't really have Robertson in the game anymore. Oh, they were giving like, him they they gave him the Tony Allen treatment. They re- yeah they Left did him and, wide open and and he did. Briefly punish him, but I think we saw in that he also game
3: airball to three
1: in that game seven. He went two for eleven, right. um, and and also the Waiters Island people. Uh, I think Waiters over his last three games of the series was three for eighteen yeah. shooting. So we had some we had some trouble there. Um, let's talk coaches. This is something that has happened in the NBA. Uh, Grizzlies. I know you How- want to talk
3: about the Grizzlies one, but Coach
1: Grizzdale. You want to start with the Dan and Tony. To me that is like so the she, most Daryl Morey
3: here are my genitals move I've ever seen. Okay. He's taking a guy that I feel like no one else wants. More than getting Josh Smith back and Ty Lawson, I, this is like the the cherry on top. He's like I'll take Tony. Right. Let's get Tony again. I can I can make magic with anyone. I mean that's I think that's a ballsy maneuver.
1: Do do you I, approve I would, or do you think it, it's going to work? Well,
3: Imagine James Harden in the seven seconds or less offense.
1: Yeah. I feel like he's already there.
3: I think he's going to take like 25% more shots next year. That might be good. Yeah. It might be what they need. Jeremy. It it, it definitely signifies the end of Dwight Howard, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, it's already, it seems, it seems like Morey could have just hired D'Antoni purely to make sure Dwight Howard doesn't opt in. Mm -hmm. Like he's worth it. I don't want to pay this guy. You could
2: get Jeremy Lin back with D'Antoni. Yeah. yeah, Jeremy Lin's going to get paid.
1: Yeah, he can, and you could see a little uh, resurgence, of little insanity maybe. I think one of the things with... I think it's exciting move. I think one of the things with the Rockets is they have surprisingly... They don't have good shooters. It seems like they would have good shooters. Right. You know, like for this all three-point... For the amount of threes they take, they have surprisingly... They've been doing it with kind of not truly good shooters. So it seems like maybe... I'm curious to see if they can find some. I mean, like a reason shoots, shoots a good percentage... As is Harden, you know, with, with volume, but the other guys, like, they're not Beverly's natural. Just there, like Beverly and isn't, Brewer, who fell off a cliff this year. Isn't Harden super happy that
2: he doesn't have to play defense anymore? Too, yeah. He's just like basically well, been mailed a pass to. Well, just Well, also kill that
3: up. the the potential for disaster is there, though, because I know a lot of people, including myself, really feel like the the ma- the magician of the sun, seven seconds or less, was was really Steve Nash, right? And that D'Antoni's kind of been exposed. So I just think it's a really interesting narrative as opposed to fizzdale to the grizz you know the Grizzdale thing we we don't know anything about him and i, I there's t- to me there's nothing to say like i'm excited there's a change right but the
1: change could be disastrous it could be boisterous i just don't know he's universally beloved mm-hmm. which is weird yeah it's like everyone's like oh i love that guy like mm-hmm. oh he's great
3: when
2: when i asked chuck about him because chuck's a heat fan he's a heat assistant chuck
3: just said he's cool
2: Yeah, I've seen him at, like, halftime interviews, and that's, like, basically my knowledge of him. I I know he works with some of the younger players and uh, kind of saw development with Winslow and Richardson. I've heard tale that he'll bring in free agents. That would be exciting.
3: I And new.
1: Everything I hear from, like, oh, he's cool or what a great guy is, like, this guy just, yeah, it's very well connected. Probably knows all the best restaurants, best night spots. Right. Like, maybe he can get you stuff if you need stuff. Yeah. Not
3: in Memphis. <laughs>
1: Although I do, I do think I think the one two things that I take positive from it is when you listen to him talk, he's very energetic, and he's and he and he gives you like that. Oh, that's cool. And uh, I've also seen he has like kind of like a a rock the rock tattoo shoulder like a, thing like going Pacific Island something or another pattern
2: tribal thing. I, I feel like he knows how to do a haka.
1: As much as we talked, as much as I talked about like questioning Jaeger as a, the intangible leadership qualities. Like, is this a leader of men is a question I'd ask several times. Like, like he's kind of slump-shouldered. Does he, he have a He kind of has, like, raccoon eyes. Like, uh, he does, does he have, have a goatee. Oh, I'm, I'm worried
3: is. about that.
1: But Fisdale seems like this kind of guy. We're yeah. like, oh, this guy, like, he is passionate... He wants to, like, help us improve, and he seems cool. And I yeah. think I think he might be able to relate better to NBA veterans and the fact that everyone talks so well about him. Yeah. How Maybe easily you he's forget
3: the in-person tears of Dave
1: Yeager you saw.
3: Yeah. How That's easily right. you forget.
1: I also really like, I don't know if you saw this news that broke today or last night, bringing in Nick Van Exel. What? Nick Van Exel as an assistant coach, and also oh. they're in talks to hire J.B. Bickerstaff as an assistant coach. But... How about JB Biggerstaff? The Grizzlies are going to have one of the coolest collection of coaches. Of, of coaches possible. Can we get I mean, Sam Cassell just for his big balls dance? I love it. Ooh, Patrick Ewing. I mean Nick Van Exel is one of my all-time favorite NBA players. Patrick Ewing could figure out Memphis very quickly. Yep, yep. yep. He'd get to them scriptly.
2: But I think what's good for um, you know, a franchise like Memphis is to bring a coach from a franchise uh with so much success. Uh right. and you guys have no uh championships while we have 3. Uh, We are the, you know, obviously flagship uh, kind of franchise in the league and you guys are kind of middling nothing, uh, who cares (laughs) kind of franchise with no real prospects of winning. So bringing in Fizdale with that sort of – Know pedigree, I think, is good for the Grizzlies.
1: <laughs> I also like that he's very focused on development. I think one yeah. of the things, I think the one thing we will see changed is you will see the young guys play the youth movement. You will see whoever is picked at seventeen this year, you will see yeah. him play. Yeah, in the season, and I think they'll be so focused on
2: that. And I think that's a great spot for Fizzo as a Heat fan. Seeing an assistant coach go to a head coaching spot, you know, even with Conley not coming back, they can get another decent, if he doesn't come back. Right? I don't know, um they might be able to get a, de- a another decent p- player to put next to... Uh, a Gasol, and you could have a you know a a team that fights in the playoffs.
1: The one the one final word on the Jaeger thing. I did ha- ha- kind of hear some stuff that that perhaps Marcus Hall was also literally done with him. Like I'm sure you know, like right. Much like Gasol was like I, Jeff Green can't be on the team anymore. Mm-hmm. I think he was like I'm 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 through with Jaeger. Gasol has sway at this point. But but any, yeah. It, but anything again, anything optimistic talking about Fisdale is just total. Just fan conjecture, yeah. Yeah. Like the last time the Grizzlies hired a universally beloved assistant coach, it was Mark Averoni. right? (laughs) Probably the the worst coach in Grizzlies history. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we we don't really know anything. All right, looking ahead to the finals, are there are there special matchups or what things are we looking to? We think are going to define the series. I think it's
2: going to be an interesting change from last series finals. It's obviously a, a much more potent offensive team from Cleveland uh comparatively to last year right due to their injury status uh in the finals but they had you know they've replaced a, a what it would be two better defensive players with two better offensive players right. and I'm curious as to how that will play out when we roll the dice and see what the numbers say when the plays occur on the court and the numbers happen on yeah, the scoreboard
1: yeah it's, <laughs> it's 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 warriors cavs too but you know, it's, it's totally new almost like we have the fully loaded teams on both sides. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, more of the warriors were there last year, but also they didn't, they did not play well. And a lot of it was the defense. A lot of it might've been the first time on the big stage.
2: And you can see, you know, that maybe creeping into performances uh, with players like Fry and love and even Kyrie who really didn't get who, when he played last year was incredible
1: in the finals In uh, in
2: the first game. But, uh, I've you know had that tragic injury that kind of sunk the Cavs emotionally, but they, you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they defend the pick and roll because uh, for the Cavs because the Toronto pick and roll was just destroying Love and Irving, and imagine what the uh, potent offense there with Golden State can do to them. So it, it'll be interesting to see if Kevin Love plays fourth quarters, and you know we don't see Dlevidovum. Kevin Love
1: still never lost a playoff game where he played in the fourth quarter.
2: Yeah, or Or yeah. never lost in the United States of America. Yeah, all these, yeah, he only lost in Canada, which doesn't really count.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm with Kevin you there. Love. Well, playoffs I think, MVP. I think Kevin Love <laughs> just is despite you. it's just going to be hard on Kevin Love in this series because I think that's one thing where it seems like his defense is going to be exposed. And it's going to be Garden Draymond. It's going to be yeah. yeah. Who who does he who does he guard? Mm-hmm. Um It's going to, yeah. So the, those Line are the match-ups. of Death will have to guard Barnes. <laughs> It'd be just a disaster. Yeah. You right. think, and I think that's what's going to happen. I think one thing in this series, I do think Tristan Thompson, it's like, gonna get more could trick. have a big boards. He's going to have big rebounds. It's going to be, Tristan Thompson catches a lot of flack for the, like, oh, he gets paid $82 million and all this stuff. But like, I think in this series you are going to see him earn his money and also, he had incredible leverage last year. So I mean, right, right. The, the money is a little skewed, but I think he's going to have a big series, and I think he needs to have a big series. Bron
3: Bron said, "Pay the man."
1: Oh yeah, when Bron, yeah. That, GM, that, that when hurts. GM, when GM Bron Bron points it out, um, I think there's a lot of things at stake in this finals. One, if the Cavs win, a lot of a lot of fans are going to point out that they probably could have won, would have won last year. Yeah. Sure. So, like, it, it tarnishes the Warriors' championship yeah, last year, even sure. though it shouldn't. And probably like,
3: locks up that Cavs lineup for the foreseeable future.
1: And huh? it it takes LeBron into a new stratosphere. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, he's already... The six straight finals for LeBron is just ridiculous right. already.
3: It takes him into the shaktosphere. But
1: then if he upsets this team, it becomes, like, you know, but then it's not really fair. There's no, there's no middle road for the way we look at history based on this series with LeBron. Right. Because if he wins, it's like incredible. If he loses to this best team ever, like right. at that point, we're like, this is perhaps the best team ever. If he loses, everyone's like, Oh, LeBron, he's, you know, he's two and five in the final or difference
3: two. between like a Wilt Chamberlain legacy and a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar legacy.
1: I will say LeBron has averaged. This is his lowest scoring average because he's not playing as much. He's only playing like, like 38 minutes. So, This year in leading the Cavs to the finals, LeBron is averaging 24.6 points, eight and a half rebounds, and seven assists. And so he's gone now 10 seasons where he's averaged at least that in scoring and seven rebounds or five assists. So this is going to be a game of scones talking about who else has done anything close to this. So I, I turned back the levels just to 20 points, five rebounds, five assists. So... In NBA history, it's going to be which players in a playoff run of ten games or more have averaged a twenty-five and five. There are only twenty who have ever done it more than once. Wow! So LeBron James is one who has now done it ten times. But the game of scones will be which players. Before we start, yeah,
3: LeBron's also beaving this this playoff season. He's two point two steals right now, right. killing it. That's incredible. Two point two steals a game while you're being that much of an offensive presence.
1: It's terrifying. It's great. So, your task will be to name it, the 19 other people who have averaged a 25 and 5 during an extended playoff run. I wanted to be at least 10 games during that to throw out any of the random. Uh, Demar Derozan did it for the, one the sh- series. The
3: Shmush Parker Miracle. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. any miracle <laughs> games. So these guys, only 20 guys in NBA history have averaged a 25 and 5 on an extended playoff run, and these are the guys who've done it more than once. So, uh Chuck, since Chuck's been struggling, I'm letting him go first. I feel Go like ahead. first is a little easy. to maybe, maybe, maybe we should give him a mulligan as well. To, 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 to maybe throw him out. How about uh, Michael Jeffrey Jordan? Michael Jordan has done it five times. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade has done it twice. Just barely qualifying. <laughs> How about uh, Russ Westbrook? Yes. He's done it four times.
2: Larry Joe Bird.
1: Larry Joe Bird is the only one close to LeBron's right. 10. With He's done it six times. Wow. About the God Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson, absolutely done it three times. Zeke, Isaiah Thomas never done it. What? I assume Isaiah Thomas this or he's he right he has, one. It, Sorry, he hasn't done it twice. Ah, uh, but hasn't done it twice. I'm stunned. I feel like probably the rebounds were the limiting factor there. But oh yeah. All right, so one strike for John. Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, yes, five times. So we're going twenty points, twenty-five and five, five boards, five assists. Joe Dumars never done it. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, no, not assists. So that's two for two strikes for John. One for Chuck. We got some. We got some all-time greats throwing out there. Some 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 older guys. Okay. Also Uh, also Robertson, Oscar Robertson, yes. Charles Barkley, Barkley never did it. Hmm. Wow. So that's two strikes a piece.
2: Kind of stupid. Maybe only had like that one rule. He could
1: have had the one. I don't know. Jerry West. Jerry West. Yes. Chuck, can you maintain? Um. Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor. No. Oh, wow. I'm not sure he passed enough. That's three for Chuck. John, can you get one for the, for the win? One for the win. One for the win. Let's go with...
3: I'm going to do Julius Irving.
1: That is not oh. right. Oh. All right. So now, uh, now we're going to go back and forth. I'm gonna say the next one who gets one right wins. Okay. So Chuck, you have the advantage. How about James Worthy? No.
3: Okay, so not James Worthy. Let's go with let's take it, let's take it way back. Let's get weird with it. Let's go with um who is the other guard on that Robertson team? Bob oh God. I can't remember his name, so I can't use him, so I won't use him. Uh, I'll just go ahead and bow out of this with Clyde Drexler.
1: Clyde Drexler is correct. Hey! Uh, Clyde Drexler Bob is correct. Did it four times. No, uh, it's a guy you'd never expect to be on the. I was going to go Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen is also correct. Uh, uh, the ones we left out, John Havlicek. Oh, Walt, Walt Frazier. Yeah. Wow. Rick Berry. Mm-hmm. Vince Carter. What? Yeah, two, two times with the Nets. Wilt Chamberlain. Your boy, perhaps you've heard of him, Steph Curry. How?
3: How? I was thinking of Bob Dandridge. Ah, there you go. Um, yeah. Greer. Is he on there?
1: No. Damn. Hal Greer, Gary Payton, Bill Russell. Hal
3: Greer? We could have been guessing for yeah, 500 yeah. years. Hal
1: Greer being the one, I'll be real with you. Don't know who that is. <laughs> All right. So that I feel was. Like he's a Laker, but I don't so know. So that was a Game of Scones. Once again, uh, Chuck's streak has continued. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, buddy. Maybe I'm just tanking. You always have Durant. I'm tanking for more lottery balls got that first spot. Yeah. You got to get them lottery <laughs> balls. All right. That brings us to the awards segment. Of this show, we did not forget it. Although it is a anticlimactic, with the finals coming, there aren't that many games. But we do have three people. I feel bad assigning blame on these, but someone has got to receive it. Absolutely. Uh, in Game Six of the Western Conference Finals, Kevin Durant ten for thirty-one. He did net twenty-nine points, seven boards, three assists, three steals, three blocks. That's a good game. Chucker ten for thirty-one. Chucker. Uh, where did you go, Robertson? Two for eleven. Four points, however, 12 rebounds, one block. I, mean, I feel like he just waded into deeper water than he was ready for. Right. The, I feel the, like we have to
3: asterisize these. Yeah, yeah, These playoff ones because the, it's not
1: really deserving. They're not, they're not deserving. I can't remember what we did last year, if, if, we, if we forced him on them or no. not. Because I, I don't like it because we read out the lists. Yep, and then we have a uh, Russ Westbrook in Game Seven, seven yep. for twenty-one. But also, he played a heck of a game. I'm abstaining. Nineteen points, thirteen assists, seven rebounds. For the first time in my life, I'm practicing abstinence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Will,
2: willfully, I think, willful. Yeah. I, yeah, I think this is like a uh, you know when you watch, you don't want to have a you know stuffed animal head on your wall that you've watched the animal been killed, and that's what this is. This eye shop is our mounted buffalo that we've put up on our wall. But we watched these guys get gutted, and it made us sad. And I think that's why this eye shop we should take. We should gleefully abstain two weeks in a row and see if anyone notices.
1: All right. Well, I'm going. I don't think they will. All right. So I think you guys, gonna, you, he's he's gonna you, you guys are both <laughs> abstaining. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna just in give your it, hands. I'm just gonna give it to Dwayne Wade. There you go. Just for Chuck. You no, i <laughs> So I, I think, that, I think that's fine. I, I don't think we need one. I mean, these guys don't seem deserving. Yeah. None of these guys really. I mean, Robertson's the only guy. I mean, two for who, who had like not, a not good game, but, but he had a bunch of offensive rebounds. Yeah. So like he, he played, played fine. So uh, I'm fine swat. with it.
2: Man, two weeks in a row without an eye shop. What are we going to do, although, guys?
1: Although for real. Twitter's, you know, Twitter's going to whisper about it. Tw- Twitter is going to quietly DM to not us. You guys <laughs> ready for the Woj bomb about not having shop 2 in a row? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So par fadeaway. What are we looking forward to in the NBA Finals?
2: Duh. What's coming up? I want to see that pick and roll from the dubs put in work and destroy the uh, lineup with Kyrie and Love. God, Kyrie's not going to enjoy that. <laughs> it's going to be an ugly little game. But we saw last year on uh, the, the first best pick game. The and roll
3: versus the all-time worst.
2: Yeah. the and roll D. Uh, uh, Kyrie played decent defense in the first game last year. It kind of was a surprising amount it was of like defensive the, prowess. It was almost like, were you saving this? Yeah. So he may have another gear that he's been waiting for the playoffs for. Here's and, the
1: thing, though, Chuck. Or the finals. If him. anyone shouldn't use that extra gear, it's Kyrie because he's going to get hurt. Because that's probably why he hurt this his man. Name. Coasts his all the time. Anytime it gets right. real, like it starts
2: to. Can we bet on that?
1: What are the odds that Kyrie Irving misses a, a, misses a game th- Let me from get injury? Let me do some digging and get back to you. We probably have a line we'll throw up on Twitter. Although that's, that's one thing I was looking forward to is um, there is a line on will Draymond kick someone in the balls? Ooh. <laughs> that you can bet on this 12 to 1. That's crazy. Wow. That's I crazy. Think, I don't think I'd do it. I don't. I don't either. I think it's. I think he's he's going to do it. Who do you think the target will be? You think it'll be Love? I think it'll be Della Vidova. Maybe they bring Ooh, in. Maybe the, all. No one will even care if that happens. Here's the thing. So, <laughs> so Draymond Green apparently has a free pass to do whatever he wants. At this point, I think we've decided. I actually was surprised that the NBA, after Game Seven against the Thunder, didn't upgrade that DDT that he did on Stephen Adams.
3: Wow, how did we not talk about this? I'm so ashamed. We were talking so about yeah. I'm so yeah, ashamed it was of one myself. of the dirtiest Michael moves Thompson I've ever seen. have been watching wrestling
1: either way. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm I'm actually surprised the NBA didn't upgrade that to a flagrant foul and suspend him for game 1 just to get it out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> like literally like I feel like this Draymond not being suspended when like he's spiking the ball or he's bouncing the ball in the air and he's air punching at the refs and then he's also seemingly trying to hurt people like I have to say, I really like Draymond Green. Like he's become the enemy, and it seems like the world has slowly turned against the Warriors. I'm all in this Warriors bandwagon. I love it. Like they're my favorite team, but I don't like Draymond. I'm surprised again. I almost feel like the NBA. I'm surprised they didn't go ahead and suspend him because then the points would reset, and it wouldn't be we because what we don't want as the as fans and as the NBA, I don't want it to be like Game Four, and it's two two, and then Draymond Green to step on someone's nuts mm-hmm. and then get suspended for game five that's a much bigger deal i'd rather go ahead and get him suspended get it out of the way well the, so I I think
2: think we have the only fu- game that it matters is if he got suspended for a game seven you know i He's think going if to power bomb
3: or pal drive someone next so, uh,
2: yeah so if he can get to i mean it, if
1: i was him i would do it i would have him i would just go hey we can't we Man, gotta I, have you for game seven i would i would have I I called mr silver and been like adam Come just go and suspend me just, for that yeah. one, because I want to have I want to have a clean slate, so, yeah. so I can be throwing my elbows around like I need Maybe to. Maybe he can do some sort of like
2: uh, preemptive like plea bargain deal where he goes, "Look, I'll just take the first half of Game One. We start this over from scratch. I know I'm about well, to get it, one. Let me just
1: take if
3: I'm
1: if I'm six foot six foot one Vadova, I am like every anytime he like you know chest the ball goes into some kind of or put the ball over his head and his elbows are out. I'm just like straddling his hip, so yes. he pivots into my head. Yeah, because right? like I'm the i the perfect height to get elbowed in the face. You're probably I'm just, I'm just going to do that. In, until right I get knocked no, get get knocked out. That seems to be you are going to put James Jones out there playing. just
3: to uh, just to take a just take
2: a pile driver. Yeah, shout out James Jones, six finals in a row. Unbullied. Six finals <laughs> in a
1: row. Is he going to play? Last year he played. Know. You know, last year he played like a yeah. like hundred minutes. He will not <laughs> play. Is he going to any thing. take? Oh, who, who will Moz That's my question. The Moz God.
2: Do you think he gets any tickets? He hasn't played really. No. At all, no, not but in the series. But I don't know. It's that size. I mean, if you look at the uh, Thunder with their big lineup and how that kind of uh, yeah. gave, but you, you look at Mozgov and Thompson are kind of defensive. If Channing you know,
1: Fry is hitting seventy percent of his threes, they have to play in the the Thompson. The love, the like love, Fry, the love Fry of the
2: game. yeah. So I'd like to see Moscow. If, you We're going to see so, an unbelievable amount of
3: three-pointers being shot this yeah. series, boys.
2: And both of those teams are are decent uh, top ten in uh, defensive three-point percentages. So it, it'll be interesting to see which one is going to figure out the other one's game plan. And, and I think that's Man. when you're going
1: to have to go I Steve think the Warriors is... are going to be shocked how open they are Yeah, compared to what they just came through. Right. Yeah. Compared to the limbs. You're not going to have Tristan
3: Thompson closing out like Steven Adams was.
1: Although although Tristan Thompson, honestly, is a really good pick and roll. That was one thing he was doing great last year was guarding the three-point percentage. But Love and Kyrie
2: aren't going to... Yeah, they're not going to close out. I mean, Kyrie's definitely not Russell Westbrook. He's going to get torn up on penetration. And, And, you know, Steph could potentially bother Kyrie enough to make him kind of a less than a superstar player. Steph should have a
1: free
3: pass to the rim. Right. So you you would think. Yeah.
1: And And I I do. And and it seems like he's gotten his. Yeah, he's got his mojo back. 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 I strongly believe this has been a topic talking point among a lot of people. I strongly believe Steph could not beat guys off the dribble. Like early in the series, you know, I, yes Ibaka and Adams get some credit but the fact that Steph couldn't get a shot up over them like a step back three it seemed to me obvious that he couldn't get to the rim but then you saw the rust start to fall off in game six and then I feel like it was symbolic when he hit that floater over Ibaka kind of like that was the first time I took a guy to the rim and then you saw in game seven he hit all his threes were unfortunately over the big men like they they were all over Ibaka all over Adams so do we want to predict it or is that just dumb yeah, why not? Yeah, we
3: should
2: give our.
1: We're always wrong, so yeah. There
2: you go, gamblers of the world.
1: I uh,
2: I want to. It's either gonna go seven or go five, but I don't know. You don't and think I six? got I got doves and six. I got warriors doing it uh, at home. No, it's game five on. Yeah, that's yeah, on the, yeah. It's at two home.
1: two one one one. Yeah.
2: So it's either it's either five or seven. I could see it going either way. Um, I think we'll reconvene after the first game and see if Kevin Love and Kyrie have any hope to stop. The Warriors pick and roll, so going to be rabbling.
1: Yeah, that is, and that's the thing we're looking forward to. We are rabbling game one, and also we think game three. We will confirm that, but I'm pretty sure we're definitely rabbling game one. So go to rabble.tv and then check us out on social media Listen to, to us follow there. us
2: for game three if we decide yep. to do it. So it be you, so you say five
1: podcast. or seven? John says Warriors and six. Yeah, I say Warriors and six as well. Winning I feel like that's the standard, that's probably the most popular pick.
3: Yeah, ESPN uh, pick. Oh, that's us. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, check us out on those rabbles. Uh, some, feel free to do a game to somebody. We're not covering that one, but uh, we don't trust ESPN to give us the right broadcast teams. So, you can listen to us on the Rabble app or in the browser at rabble.tv. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Fast Break Break. Write us an iTunes or a Stitcher review and you will be entered to win a Fan Essentials box. We will give out two of those next week for the people who've been writing those reviews. Thanks for listening. You guys are the best. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing.